Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. Well, then there were two. Uh, we know our Super Bowl and um, a lot of ways we can go recapping yesterday's action. Um, it was a weird day <laughs> of football. It was a little yeah. uneven. Uh, <laughs> didn't uh, didn't really feel like the highest of quality football that we've gotten in all year, but that's okay. It's, uh, it, was a, it was a good a day. day. Good day for hot takes on the timeline. Yeah, well, that's true. The, why in the hell did they not make this team carry three quarterbacks to um, the wire gate, to the refing constantly, to the NFL is rigged, to, you know, the, the timeline was on fire, which is what <laughs> happens every Sunday, honestly. But it was especially good last week. And it kind of makes you wonder, too, like if we were, God, if we had like two more weeks or just someone was healed up a little faster, if it happened a little earlier, do you think like, does Jimmy Garoppolo step in and it's like, hey, you know, you remember earlier in the year when Teddy was healthy, but they didn't start him because he wasn't all that healthy. If it was a situation like that, Purdy's in. Yeah. Elbow's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. They put in they put in Garoppolo. Does he like I think for sure the game is close? Because he's I mean, he's a good enough game manager. And there's we've seen it work with all the quarterbacks that aren't Josh Johnson. Um, and Josh Johnson's been around for what? Uh, I mean, since like 2003, years? man. No, he just hasn't been on the team for very long. <laughs> like, I don't know oh, what yeah, you expected yeah. more than that. Um, honestly, Andy, it felt like it was still in the balance on the first play of this of the last Niners drive of the half. Oh, for sure. Uh, Josh okay. Johnson threw. Half, yeah, sure. Josh Johnson threw right to Debo Samuel. The Niners were down seven. Um, Josh threw right to Debo Samuel. Samuel came very close to breaking the only tackle that would have would have stopped him mm-hmm. from taking that to the house. It was a sh- very very close call on that tackle. And then the next play, Josh Johnson fumbles. The Eagles convert that to a touchdown, and the game is effectively over. At that point. So like it really felt like it kind of went south the sideways for the Niners in just a very, very, very brief time window. Uh, I think your point to, is fair. If Garoppolo was available for relief um, and he comes in, he's definitely going to do a better job than Brock Purdy, who could not throw. He's definitely going to do a better job than Christian, Christian McCaffrey being coached on the sidelines, how to run the Wildcat. Um, you know, once Josh Johnson was concussed, it was literally like, I think basically – I would have been, I would have gone for any other plan than what they ultimately did. Um, and his head, like as soon as I saw his head, the the replay where it bounced hard, I'm like, man, yeah, he, that's that. That's I'm, it. I'm like 80, 20. He's not coming back today. Yeah. And you, you yeah. did see Purdy, you know, the whole time he was doing some warm up stuff on the sidelines, but he just never was able to grip the ball properly. Apparently, something. I mean, there's there's injuries where your hand is essentially numb. Yeah. After after you injure certain things in your elbow and. Yeah. Uh, Apparently it wasn't ever going to happen there. So kind of a, kind of a downer. And also like for us as betters, as handicappers, analyzers of the NFL, it makes it very difficult to analyze this Eagles team <laughs> yes. because last we saw yeah, 
the, the and granted, Gardner Minshew was starting these games, but they lost a game to the Saints, where it, it was not really all that competitive, despite you know the score wasn't that big. That felt like a, a very ugly loss where a lot of things went wrong outside of the quarterback position. They lost the game before that, which granted that was a the kind of the peak of the Cowboys offense. And then the final game of the season where Hertz came back, they didn't look very convincing against mm-hmm. a team that was resting a lot of players. Is that and the Dave, you, was that then, Davis well, Webb? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then you get to the playoffs and yes, they got the buy and people are like, Oh my God, the easiest path ever. Well, Get the one seed, things will be easier. That's just life. Look who's in the in the Super Bowl. It's the one seeds. But, you know, and it really did come in from a spot where they had extra time to prepare for a Giants team that clearly wasn't on the same level as them. Uh-huh. And then the game just started in such a way that it put, the, it put any team in a bad position because the Eagles, as successful as they've been this year running the ball through everybody, and as successful as they've been pass rushing, they're the worst, you know, one of the worst teams to get down to. There's teams that, all right, oh, we're yeah. down 14. We can come back on these schmucks. Eagles are not it. So that game got out of hand almost from the get-go. And then we run into quarterback gate in the Niners. So I honestly, I have no idea how good the Eagles are. <laughs> I know I saw 13 weeks where this is a really, really good team. There was some injury, you know, there was some injury regression. There were some problems. They brought in some extra pieces on the D-line for, you know, run stuffing that helped. But it's it's been hard to evaluate exactly how good this team is going into the Super Bowl. I was hoping, because the Niners have been good, we'd have a good game to kind of get our bearings on that one way or the other. I was hoping, you know, Eagles by seven, but we learned something. That was not what we got. Eagles, you know, in the first half we did see a little of this and that, and um, as Brett so uh, poignantly pointed out in the chat, you know, the Niners did contain Hurts to a bit of a pocket passer, and he wasn't, he's not as good if he's not creating. Um, that's not his, you know, that's not his MO, that's not his strength. But at the same time, they were able to kind of get what they want, and they didn't really pressure him all that much. And then on top of it all, and I'll, I'll kind of turn this one over to you now, there's a decent chance that shoulder injury was re aggravated. Yeah. On a yeah. couple of times. And then, to, you know, to prove that point, they just stopped throwing the ball. Which you can say, well, they were ahead by big. Like, why not just run? Well, because they were running one of their best assets instead of, you know, maybe some Boston Scott carries at that point instead of six, what was it, six rushing attempts for Jalen Hurts on that one drive? It was yeah. it was an yeah. odd game, to say the least. And, yeah, like I said, I came out of it with more questions and answers. Yeah, I, I don't even know what the Eagles' best win of this season was. Was it beating the Packers 40 to 33? <laughs> uh, I mean, they, they, I will say, and this was earlier in the season. I mean, pitching a shutout against the Vikings offense in the second half. Yeah. That, say yeah. what you want about the Vikings. Their offense wasn't usually the problem. That yeah. was a nice, and it was early in the season. That was probably week three. That yeah. one, Detroit, um, yeah. you know, limiting that offense a little bit. So it's, uh, Beating yeah, the Jags by eight points when you had when you got five turnovers. Yeah, that one was good. That one showed that they had some resiliency, which they might need next yeah. two weeks from now. But yeah, this uh, I don't know how good this team is at this point. I still think they're very good, but uh, I'm very concerned about the Hurts injury. And now yeah, we get two same. weeks to figure it out. 
Yeah. Um, did you have any more reflections on the actual game between the Eagles and Niners or is it a time wasted to even really dive into this? Cause I, I guess I didn't really love how com- I, yeah, I mean the first touchdown drive was, was obviously, I don't know. Was that a catch? The 29 yarder to, to Smith? No, but I mean, it was such a weird, I don't know how they didn't have that angle sooner. I didn't need. I don't. That might change things, you know. Obviously, things get missed every week. But that was a that was a fourth and three, right? Yeah, Yeah, that was a kind of a big one. That was a big one. They get a touchdown, and uh, you know, rushing touchdown. Good job, seven nothing. Uh, Then they forced the fumble and hurt Purdy. Uh, And then even then, it was still felt like they kind of couldn't really get going. Right. Back to back drives that they punted some weird sloppy, you know, some weird sloppy penalties, uh, and actually, sorry, back to back to back drives where they punted, they only gained like a total of 10 yards between three drives there. Um, they concede a touchdown drive to the Niners and that was sort of the wake up call. Uh, I thought the touchdown drive they had to go up 14, seven was very impressive. It was, that was sort of classic, exactly how I like the Eagles to kind of do a drive. Uh, you know, they go for it on fourth and one on their own 34 and they get the two yards. Like that's, you know, a high, high, high leverage, high probability play on a, uh, when you can kind of really, you know, get it. And they had a bunch of thirds in that one that, uh, I thought, you know, they, they just did good play calling. Um, and then I mentioned, as I mentioned, like right before the half, uh, if Debo Samuel breaks that tackle, he's going to the house and then he got a tie ball game at half instead of a two touchdown lead. Um, the Niners kind of quit after that. Uh, they were doing a lot of uh, ridiculous things from a just causing penalties standpoint, getting into fights, uh, letting their frustration boil over. Um, but it's still like it. <laughs> 31-7 didn't really seem to spell how disparate the two teams were with one team having a quarterback and the team not. Uh, and yeah, like you mentioned, Hertz may have gotten re-injured in that game. But even if he didn't get re-injured, some of his deep balls lacked touch. There yeah. were some absolutely... A lot, a lot of his there. throws in general lacked a little bit for me. Yeah. The, the, accu- the accuracy was lower than I was hoping for from him, obviously. Yeah, it was, uh, it, yeah, it, I feel the same way. Uh, I didn't uh, come out of that game at all with an upgrade on the Eagles. In fact, I thought uh, there was some real concern about what you saw from Hertz uh, about him being able to uh, go toe for toe. His completion percentage over expectation in that game, minus 2.6%. Uh, EPA per play, barely put in the positive. A lot of that came on the ground. Um, his ADOT was pretty high. Uh, in the game. Um, but ultimately, uh, most of his, yeah, a lot of his, EP, his EPA per play passing was only yeah. 0.09. His EPA per play rushing was 0.12. It was, it was a true Murphy's law kind of day for the Niners. Like yeah. Bosa just standing there getting like leg whipped on the sidelines. <laughs> that was like, crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. cause, cause yeah. I, I just, I, you know, I was doing stuff and, you know, trying to pay attention to some other things, looking at Discord, looking at Twitter, and like, how did Bosa get injured? They haven't even run a, a defensive play here. Yeah. And it was like, I'm like, he's not in on special teams. There's no reason for that. And then they show him, like, oh, that's that's just awful luck, I guess. Such is life. I I guess, uh, K Sarah, Sarah, the Niners are gone. Sucks for them. And yeah, it's, it's one of those two where I'm a, 
I'm a bit of a fatalist when it comes to my bets. Like I'm always looking for, oh man, if this happens and then that happens and then suddenly uh, I'm probably losing this game and I just couldn't do it. Like this is like the one spot where didn't the Eagles could have been up by 10 and I'd have been like, I can just go watch something else now. Yeah. Because the fact that they, they put Purdy back in and he wasn't able to throw, it's like, this is unwatchable at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it was not entertaining. I didn't watch a lot of it. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Other than just, I was, I had eyes on Hurts every time the Eagles had the ball because I was trying to get a read. Um, we, I don't think we really know what's going on with him, how healthy he is, whether he's going to be able to operate high level at the quarterback position when we get to the playoffs. I mean, when we get to the Super Bowl, because we just haven't seen him do anything in the playoffs. Uh, he was a, what, he had 30, 30 dropbacks in this game. Um, he his success rate was meh. His first down percent was meh. Yeah, he has not hit yeah. three hundred yards passing yet in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, and it's not th- this game, for instance, wasn't even really for lack of trying. Twenty five attempts for him in a game uh, here, uh, four point eight per. Uh, yeah, just not not a lot to be excited about with this hurts performance, which is really what's confusing. But okay, so then the flip side is: are the Eagles on paper? the more talented team and the answer is yes. Outside of the quarterback position, this is one of the most talented teams in the NFL, if not the most. Like this team is absolutely loaded to the gills. The offensive line all did their jobs. They were incredible. Um, the uh, the defensive line, exactly what you expected out of them. Hassan Reddick was an absolute fucking monster. Uh, they tackled well. They didn't let the yak become an issue. As I mentioned, like I thought the kind of the key tackle of the game was taking down Debo Samuel uh, at the end of the first half there. Um, Debo Samuel couldn't really do anything all game. Uh, they they really... were able to bottle him nicely. That was um, encouraging if you're an Eagles backer. But yeah. yeah, I mean, just from a, like you said, outside of the quarterback position, like there's a lot of spots in this field where you have to give the nod to the Eagles, but man, the quarterback position is such a heavy it's weight a on this. Big, but, big I mean, check in favor of the Chiefs. Yeah. If this is if this is like, uh, you know, if the injuries don't go the Chiefs' way, and like Marcus Kemp is your third wide receiver, second wide receiver, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them the nod with Brown and uh, with Brown and Smith. Yeah. So, like, and they probably get the nod anyway. Although, I will say, if you want to just go receivers in general, if the Chiefs are healthy, everybody's on the field, it's not as big of a gap as I think because Travis Kelsey is, I mean, he's a receiver, let's face it. And he's, he's very good at finding his way open, despite everybody should know, like, hey, Let's put let's put another hat on him. Let's not put a D-end on him. Let's well, not they put got a there. They get there because that was a lot yeah. of the second half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll put two two guys on him every single time. Um, well, it, it, it's a lot easier once you start dropping wide receivers. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. Well, should we should we cover Kelsey or we should cover Marcus Kemp? Yeah. Like, well, let's let's let whoever handle this guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so. Josh Johnson wasn't the answer. Christian McCaffrey had one of the funnier plays with his pass attempt. <laughs> he rocketed that ball. He threw that just, ball over the no mountains to no one. Um, the uh, what did you think of the Trent Williams suplex? I loved it. 
<laughs> it was kind of everything you were hoping for if you're a hardcore Niners fan because that was all your frustrations in one play. Yeah, like at over. that point, you're the game is like you lost your season's done. At least you got to see your guy just fucking just dumb really and fucking. He really, really tossed he it down. Really like, big did. brother, little brother kind of thing. Like, <sighs> like your your little brother bugs you enough where you finally just put him down. If and, you I mean, get if you get ass. tossed like that. Don't you just have immunity if you start throwing punches? Like, how did how did you, how do you get tossed and, and then get ejected? That was kind of weird. I, know, <laughs> I feel I, like that was an undeserved ejection. I feel like that guy probably had the wind knocked out of him. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you're fighting for your life at that point. Um, anyway, uh, it was a mess of a game. Eagles. Uh, the second half went went quickly. The second half under was solid. Uh, speaking of good looks, I do think the Eagles were the right side, irrespective of the quarterback position. We don't get to do any kind of grave dancing on Brock Purdy because he was perfect this game. Four for four, Andy. Did not have an incompleted pass all game, although he did have a key fumble. Um, I will say that in general, the Eagles coaching, I liked it, but they had some scheme questions, particularly early in the game, that I didn't think they were really utilizing their strengths until, you know, kind of the, the Niners sort of gave up um i will say that um yeah eagles first half eagles second half eagles first half eagles full time both solid ways to play this one i'm never really in doubt it it almost bothers me like i love the money money's nice we all we won all the bets we made on the eagles but it does suck that we don't get to do the hey Brock Purdy finally had a bad day. Hey, Shanahan was conservative in big moments. Like all the, I I don't want to be a told you so guy. I want my handicap to be, you know, vindicated. Just at least vindicated or at least, or at least tested. (laughs) Yeah. Right. At least tested. Like I said, the the biggest takeaway is like, it's hard to evaluate anything coming out of this game, you know, at a, at a big degree. Certainly like you talk about Jalen Hurts is passing, and a few other things and how they were able to run the ball at certain times, but it did leave a lot to be desired. It did. And yeah, Kansas City hasn't faced very many uh good run offenses. So Yeah, that's true. And it's um, a little worrisome right. in two weeks for uh any closing one. thoughts on that game? No. Okay. Um the night game was much more entertaining. Uh, this is now, in my opinion, the best rivalry in football. Joe Burrow versus Pat Mahomes' appointment television from here into perpetuity. No, this um, is, I mean, we're getting we're getting Brady Manning again, where it's like, yeah. these guys are probably meeting yeah. up. It's never going to be the first weekend of the playoffs. Hopefully right. it's the third. Yep. And, and this is fun. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I will say that... Uh, my as a Chevy staker of the Chiefs in this game, my comfort level was ne- it was I, I felt real good real early, and then it just went right back to 50-50. And then it was there was a lot of moments in the fourth quarter of this game. I thought the Chiefs were surely gonna lose. Um I yeah, the, the, really after after the punt, good. I had kind of given up on I didn't like, have oh, any I didn't have anything on them in the game outside of some live positions, but yeah, um, I was like, well, I had some OT's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I mean was, it was um that was that was a nerve that was a nervy performance by the Chiefs, certainly. Um I, I do have a bone to pick yeah. on this one. Go ahead. And I have to phrase this right, because I get it, it's almost like the unwritten rules thing in baseball. But we saw a lot of takes after the game because, I mean, what happened on the second to last play? We had the, the run out of bounds by Mahomes and they got hit late. And I saw a lot of takes where people said, you can't call that. You can't decide a game by the refs. 
It's like you, you, you can't call that. No, I, I can see it on some real ticky tack stuff where it's like a 50, 50 call, or, you know, maybe I call holding more than the average line judge or whatever. And maybe I, I have to put it in my pocket on that one. But I mean, it was just such a clear penalty and he had both feet out of bounds well before he got hit. And really the, the, the argument where these people are making and saying you can't let a ref decide the game. Well, the opposite is true too. And it's, it's completely proven. The point is proven by the saints Rams game. Yeah, like this, we're yeah, still talking about that as, yeah. as the great Getty Lee said, you know, if, if you, what's, how's that go? If you, you know, if you don't decide, you still have made a choice. Yes. Like deciding not yeah. to call that is just mm. as much of a referee having a huge Influence, impact on yeah. the game as yeah. not calling that at that point. Cause when it's that clear, the referee putting that in his pocket, just because it's late in the game is much more, it's way worse for the game. In my opinion, it sucks. I'd love to see every game decided on a, a crazy play that, you know, nothing but absolute athleticism and skill, but sometimes people make boneheaded mistakes and they call penalties. So you, you know, and, and as Holland Oates is, God damn it. You made me read your name. Holland Oates. That's a, it's a joke name. He's <laughs> pointing out. He's like, if they can't call it, how dirty would teams get coached to be in that situation? That's the Belichick. Like, yeah, just uh, take your that's, chance. That's yeah, the Belichick. Co- yeah. Coaching yeah. up his D backs to maul, you know, Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne, like that was the strategy. <laughs> like yeah. they can't call every time. So do it every time. <laughs> like that's yeah. why we are where we are. Uh, it, it's a, it's a tough rules. one, but yeah. I, I just think it's, it's you're, when people say the ref can't decide the game, it's like well, but the exact opposite will happen. If he decides to put that in his pocket, you are deciding, yeah. you're deciding yeah. that, uh, you know, probably we go to overtime at that point. Obviously it's not, just giving it to the Bengals, but it's a, it's a huge service to the chiefs at that point. Yeah. Um, I, 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 all your points are fair. Yeah, I, I went I, to the end of the game. We'll work our way backwards. I, yeah. And I think in general, we can kind of have a whole sidebar about the refereeing. It's not, it's not great. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but this was by far not the worst. Cause we have Saints Rams for perpetuity as the measuring stick of the worst possible uh, way that a game could be decided. And until we have one worse than that, I'm not really, uh, I'm not really sure it's worth getting, you know, that worked no, up. And, and I think there is something. So the pushback and I'll be, I'll be referee guy. I'll be referee conspiracy theorist against you in this uh, debate, Drew. Okay. Say, well, you know, that one was clearly, uh, you know, a p- penalty we should call. But all the other calls got the Chiefs in that position. Like the, the Chiefs got the benefit of the whistle most of the game. They probably should have been losing at that point. And it should have been a, you know, a, a Hail Mary attempt or a field goal to tie at best. Which they did get the, they did get the benefit of the let's just call it shitty officiating. There's yeah. no there's no refs that are like, hey, we want Kansas City to win or we're rigging this game for Vegas. It's just bad officiating. And I don't even want to use the word bad. I want to use the word inconsistent because they're 50-year-old men who have to watch this in full time. They don't get to see all the replays you guys that do at home. Yes. It's it's crazy being down there. I've 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 helped uh I helped a guy or I knew a guy. He showed me how the, the chains work. That's stressful. Like just running the chains is stressful. Like I, I don't. I'm like I can't do. I can't do that. No. Like I, I that guy. Honestly, God bless his heart. I don't know how he did it, but like I cannot imagine being a referee. 
Yeah. And I guess if you like, if you, I think, I mean, you know, the, the, the ref, the people who have a bone to pick with the refs, like it was cumulative, like hmm, for sure. It's part if you didn't already know and factor into your handicap that there is a greater home field advantage in the playoffs. Now, you know, and part of that is because the way that the refs call the game and the influence that the crowd has and the, you know, the significance of the crowd has on, you know, certain things being called and being observed and being accentuated. So, um, you know, it's it's a it's a factor. I would also say that, uh, you know, the the kind of the loss of confidence in the refs, I think from everyone who cares and watches football in the game came on the, the, the redo the third and nine, uh, which was one of the more bizarre plays. Cause no one in the entire, we've, we've whole, seen that a hundred times. Drew, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we never see the play get that far. Never. Like, no, we've seen never. the ball get snapped a million. Never times, see the offense like, right, come right, off snapped. the field and the punter take the field. And then they, they got, said, they nope. got so deep into that. That was, that, that was point, a mess. Yes. That was a mess. Is, this is just more evidence that I should never ref a game. At that point, I'm just like, I would have just been like, that play happened. It I happened. don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I'm not going, what are we going to do? Replay yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Give them a redo? That's ridiculous. Like, yeah. That they was didn't super get it. odd. Yeah. That was and odd. Was- that was a kind of the start of the loss of confidence. And then there's a lot of people pointing to like a missed block in the back on the punt return. That mm-hmm. was a little, that was ticky tech. Uh, yeah, I didn't think that one was a lot of the holding and the stuff like that was a lot of the and, and actually a lot of the people kind of saw holding penalties that maybe by letter of the law weren't holds. So maybe just take a deep breath yeah. here. No, and, um, and Pat, yeah. Patrick is right. There's a ref running his ass off from like yeah, yeah. the the left cornerback's position oh, yeah. trying to yeah. like kill the play, and it's crazy how far that play went. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, I don't it's, think it's the ref saw him. Yeah, no, it uh, it was uh, that was wild. Um. Anyway, the the general spirit of the game, though, I thought the Chiefs came out with a good game plan. I like the way they looked in the first half, but I thought they left a lot of points on the field. I thought they let they kind of didn't really take the opportunity they had to really cut the head off the Bengals early in this one because you know who was not good and not cool and not clutch in the first quarter of this game? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was bad out of the gate. It took him at least a quarter to really kind of find his groove and really kind of have any answers. And a ton of it was because the pressure of the Chiefs D-line. They were in his face early and often. There was a number of sacks early in this game. What he sack on every third down pretty much for the first uh, couple of drives. They, they adjusted They adjusted nicely, like yeah. in late second into the third. But then again, at the very end of the game, to stop that, that one, was that final yeah. Bengals drive was, you know, we had a, a big sack on third down. Yeah, there was uh yeah, there, there were, there were, a, you know, the pressure was heavy, heavy, heavy on him early. And it really kind of did, um, you know, help open the door for the uh, Chiefs. But the Chiefs really didn't convert on a lot of stuff. They kick a field goal on the first drive, followed up with a field goal in the second drive after a touchdown gets nullified. Oh, by the way, if you're going to, you know, do a full accounting of penalties, yeah, Chiefs had both a touchdown and interception nullified in this game because of penalties. So take a deep breath there. Um, but yeah, they get six points instead of 14. They realistically could have gone into half with a big enough lead that this game would have been over. Uh, instead, uh, it went into half somewhat close. We talked about it at halftime. It did not feel like the Bengals were out of it at all, despite all of the public win probability models saying tied. so. And then suddenly it was tied. And at that point, you're thinking, oh, God, we have a problem. But the ensuing Chiefs drive where they scored a touchdown on fourth and – what was it? Fourth and – I'm trying to remember. Oh, the touchdown was only a third down, I guess. Um, what was the touchdown that uh, 
Tony Tony dropped one. Oh yeah, okay. I Remember was thinking that, that the, was, the fourth and one touchdown was in the first half to uh, to Kelsey. That was pretty unbelievable. Um, the touchdown to uh, Valdez Scantling was really that's just it's just an absolute cannon that, that throw from those, him. It's the moment you have every game with Patrick Holmes. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. shit, he did something I didn't think people could do. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, yeah. Both the two touchdown passes he threw in this game were unreal. And um, I, I know, like, yeah. so like maybe there's and. You know, you have to go to real big edge cases to to kill this argument. Sure. Like obviously, if you bet the if you bet the Colts money line against the Vikings, yeah, I don't think there's maybe a worse feeling in betting this year. You know, if if you put a lot of money on a on a rushing prop and he loses <laughs> it on, on the kneel downs, like yeah, that sucks. That, sucks, but that yeah. happens. Yeah. You know, I, I think the one the most consistent like shitty feeling in sports betting on NFL football. Is when your team is, you know, you bet on a favorite or dog, doesn't matter. You bet on the team, they come out and look really good on offense, and the other team looks bad on defense on, on their offensive possessions. You get through four possessions and it's six nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that's exactly what we had here. Yeah. Through the first through the first four drives, Kansas City had a hundred yards of offense. Mm-hmm. Uh Cincinnati had negative ten. And it was six nothing. And you know, especially with the team with Joe Burrow and those receivers and everything they've been able to do this year, it just felt like, oh my God, this game. Like I thought the game was done at six nothing. I'm like, well, you, you used your good script, yeah. you used your good offense, you got two yeah. fucking field goals. Like, yeah. you're, you're dead. You it's it's the joke people have been making for years about Kansas City. You don't beat Kansas City kicking field goals. You don't beat anybody with a good offense kicking field goals. So six six nothing was just uh, again, your team's yeah. winning. I had, I didn't have the the action on the side. I just had some futures, but it just felt gross at that point to be oh, playing yeah. that well. And only, and that was a big part of what uh, you know kept this game close for a long time. Along with, I don't know that we'll ever be able to sit down and say that that was the best play that Patrick Mahomes will ever make in his life because he kind of seems to keep one upping that here and there. Yes. Yes. But I can probably say that was the worst play. Like just the, the fumble. Yeah. Not, not only the fact that it was just an embarrassing fumble, the fact that it fell right in front of him and somehow he just couldn't fall on it. Yeah. Like he just couldn't get the ball. Like it was yeah. horrible. I, it was just a dreamlike state right there. Watching that, that whole game. drive was cursed, man. Um, they had every opportunity. What they get the twenty-five uh, yard pass to Scanling, that yeah. and then after the play, the fifteen-yard taunting penalty. Oh, by the way, another penalty against the Chiefs that mattered. Fifteen-yard taunting penalty for a guy doing doing jet jumping jacks yeah, the, or whatever. The, taunt, the taunting stuff has been. The taunting was weird. Like yeah. there's been four or five spots this year where it's like, all right, yeah, you had to call that. That guy was being an absolute jackass after the play. Yeah. But they've yeah. called a few this year where it's like, I don't know what the rule is. Yeah. And yeah, then the fumble was ridiculous because like, yeah, if the, the Chiefs drive cleanly and there's no no penalty and no fumble, they put up a touchdown there, then game's pretty much in the books. But uh, that set the uh, Bengals up for the game scoring touchdown. It's 20 to 20 instead of 27, 13. Um, and now at this point in the game, the Chiefs have been accruing injuries like it's going out of business they have what lost wide receiver two three and four at this point juju tony and heart heart uh mccall hardman all gone 
so yes, this is now emergency, you know, kind of emergency relief wide receiver depth testing. Uh, Travis Kelsey, by the way, all playing through back spasms, which was a surprise that I did not see coming uh, during the week leading up to the game. Um, and I thought realistically the, the Chiefs offense looked dead. They looked dead. Uh, I'm, you know, the, the, who they had from a personnel standpoint did not match up against the way that the Bengals were intent, intended to play defense. And, you know, eight yard, eight plays, 18 yards, punt, seven plays, 50 yards, punt, four plays to finally end the game with the field goal, largely thanks to the penalty. Uh, it was not good offense from them, uh, once they were down all those many receivers and, I don't know, man. They couldn't really get the running game going. Pacheco looked like he got popped a couple times. Might have gotten a you know head injury at one point. Um, yeah, it uh, it just it didn't feel like they were going to get there, and that this game was going to go to OT and or Bengals were going to hit the game-ending field goal to win twenty-three twenty. Um, but uh, the defense stepped up. The Kansas City Chiefs defense ultimately won the game. I thought with the. Uh, um, the plays that they made on the Bengals' second-to-last drive. I, I will give them some credit, too. There was some pretty good tackles. Like in oh, spots yes, there were. You know, just 1v1 where if he doesn't take him down, it's 15 more yards, or it's it's a first down rather than third and four kind of thing. Setting up third downs is just as important as, you know, getting them, getting them off the field on third down. The defense was great, yeah, especially the pass rush when they were, you know, early on when they were able to just get free run at a few of them. God, the guards were so bad. There was double teams who were just getting split like coconuts. It was it was a rough hang for the uh, the offensive line, what we thought we'd get some of last week. Apparently the snow maybe did matter a little, and, you know, obviously late in the game, a big sack to get them there too. Mm-hmm. Another nitpick, and maybe you can push back on this or somebody in the chat or if you're listening to this later, savage me on Twitter. Um, I'm kind of out on using Sky more that much. <laughs> got, uh, so, let me check this. Patrick Mahomes threw the ball 43 times. Seven of those were to Sky Moore. I know we had some depth issues, but it was happening early too. That's that's those all of those plays were rough. Okay, he had like three catches for ten yards. Man, it was. It, I'm not a big Sky Moore as a a gadget play guy. They always draft this type of wide receiver too, where it's like hey, he's kind of gadgety, and we're going to use him in some jet sweeps and stuff too. And it's like you can't have eight of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Sky Moore was a mistake waiting to happen. It felt like all game, so I'm glad he didn't make the killer mistake. Uh, On the flip side, Marquez Valdez Scantling put together an all-time performance. Yeah, did not know he had that in him. He elevated the entire offense. I thought uh, with the with his quality of play. Uh, and he did it against a, a really good pass defense. So really hat tip to Marquez Valdez Scanling. He's gonna need to bring that again in the Super Bowl for the Chiefs to win. Um I agree with and, you. And that's picks, that's so. why Tony, yeah, that's why Tony, if this hamstring is long term, yeah. it's massive because it forces a lot more sky usage. Yeah, it really does. Um, so quick thoughts. Um it felt pretty poetic that the key third down uh on the drive that the um uh, that the Chiefs were uh, going to win the game was a Mahomes scramble. Uh, Five-yard scramble from him uh, at the end of the game was wild, even beyond, you know, set aside the penalty. Um, 
the fact that the Chiefs blew a bunch of timeouts in this game shouldn't have surprised anyone. <laughs> that was very characteristic Andy Reid. And honestly, the fact that he won that challenge that he won in the second half and had that tight end out at the end of the game mattered a ton. Um, but I, from what I hear, that was the right call, I guess. I don't know. Um, the question I guess I have for you is, are, is too much being made of the Mahomes or the 15-yard penalty because, like, Butker is a good kicker. Um, it was a, that kick he kicked wouldn't have been good from 60. But, you know, if you have one more play and you get whatever you get out of it and you go spike the ball, you, Butker's still making a 50-plus yarder, isn't he? Like yeah, the Mahomes you, scramble, to, the home, Mahomes scramble. I feel like outside of the penalty, the scramble there was still itself eight seconds. Like got, if you can get them the yeah, chance. You, you're gonna get somebody. Like you run, you run Kelsey like he's gonna up veer the towards the sideline. Yeah. He's gonna pull coverage, and you get fucking somebody Sky Moore or something. Yeah, yeah. No gray. Yeah, no gray. And, yeah, yeah. The the kickers, a couple of the kickers are like, oh, that's why you punted. Like guy barely has it today. So yeah. Um, Dan has a good question. I don't know how he's time for questions producing a show. Look at this guy. Jack of all <laughs> trades. I know Andy Reid has been to three previous Super Bowls. A lot of people didn't know that. He coached the Eagles, guys. Oh. Um, but would you? Oh, oh my God. Between we got ourselves a little Kelsey, reunion of sorts. Between that and the Kelsey stuff, it's going to be worse than the Harbaugh Bowl. Continued from Dan, but would you take Sirianni over him when it comes to in-game decision-making? Probably. No. There's Sirianni over him. Yes. 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 Uh, Sirianni yes. for sure. Andy's yes. puts together a great game plan. Timeouts and challenges are continue to be a puzzle while he's thinking about drawing mustaches on guys or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, the, the running, the only thing, yeah, that is a good dig on Sirianni uh, putting hurts in harm's way. 75 times late in the game was kind of rough, but <laughs> yeah. Andy, Andy Reed puts together a, a mean game plan. How about the lateral thing? That was almost disaster too. The fact that they just put that right right away in the game, like, hey, we're gonna run this lateral. Hook and lateral. I hope I hope to see some sort of you know spin on that play in the Super Bowl where that was like a setup. I don't know what's gonna happen. I want to be on record now for that. Okay. Um I I mean, Sirianni, I didn't think coached an especially good game in the NFC Championship game because he didn't have to. Just like no, Jerry Hurst didn't play an especially good game because he didn't have to. His but entire I still, catalog. Yeah, though. his entire catalog, though, I would say he's a better game decision maker than Andy Reid for sure. Um, the uh, Yeah, and again, like, it's obviously the 15-yard penalty kind of put that game on ice, but uh, I still think it was, you know, it was a realistic chance that the uh, um, Chiefs were going to get uh, get some shot uh, at you know at a field goal uh, with one more play in particular, uh, and then you know new fresh set of downs. Um, end of the game, uh, kickoff. We didn't get a pitchy pitchy woo woo. They blew that thing dead quick. Bengals I was teaser survives. <laughs> the teasers, the yeah. under, the under everything. Yeah, oh my everything. god! I thought when he when he had the ball, I'm like, oh my god, mm -hmm. this is happening because I've been the beneficiary of it. I was oh, yeah. I've I was fine with being the beneficiary of it. That maybe put that on the list of like worst feelings. Somebody needs to yeah. do a top ten list for that. Um, tag tag me in that if you tweet out a yeah. top ten list. That's uh, that's up there. The pitchy pitchy woo woo bad <laughs> bad touchdown that costs you. And there there was a safety earlier in the season that that moved a 
yeah the uh, uh side this the jets game jets yeah jets dolphins the week uh week 18 or whatever there's been a few um, of these where it's, it's gotten weird at the yeah. end yeah hey uh one other thing to note uh we snapped our undefeated halftime bet streak we lost uh our barrow look and you know what was annoying about that if he just throws the ball away a couple times instead of yeah, getting instead of running, grounding instead of running or instead of he getting was like sacked, one or two he's, short. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, I think I still think it was a good the intentional grounding. Like if you just don't throw it at, at the ground to no one, just throw it out of bounds to no one. It's, you know, like there was a lot of burrow stuff at the very end of the game that I thought he was a little choky. Um, but, you know, he's done enough amazing things in his career at this point. I don't think you really hold that against him. Um, I come out of this game thinking Burrow's going to be back here many, many, many times and interested to see what the Bengals do with their offseason because they have a very competitive division in front of them all of a sudden. Um, of course, depends on what the Baltimore Ravens do with the quarterback position. But um, what was your initial take on uh, this uh, opener, KC minus two and a half? I mean, I was shorter than you were. I was more, I was closer to, you know, I was actually on the short side of two, but I still said two because it's Kansas City. But I get that they had some injuries. I could not fathom that much uh, Eagles money coming in. I'm forced to respect it because, you know, the limits were low to start, but I mean, basically everywhere. Everywhere that's taking that takes decent action is six figures right now. Oh yeah, you can you can go bet a hundred thousand. You can, uh, Chris, you can bet more than that at Pinnacle. Circa is going to take big limits on this. Most of, and even the sports books that don't take big limits all throughout the season are going to let you bet a lot more money. And I, I know there's going to be a lot more dumb, uninformed. Hey, I just I have a lot of cash and want to bet a lot on the Super Bowl money, but they still understand. That's why. That's why people, you know, people who make these huge, um, you know, these huge Super Bowl bets, like uh, the mattress Mac types, that sort of mm-hmm. thing, those don't move the lines because the liability is just never going to be thrown off that much. Like these these books take so much action and they're going to clean up everywhere else. It doesn't really matter. But if they take a bunch of, you know, $20,000 bets from the right people, then they're going to move the lines. So it is a little concerning that, you know, once limits went up, it still was pretty heavy Eagles. I know it's settled a little down. It's come back down. There has been some KC money. We're down to plus 10 on the money line, pretty much plus two in the market. But I, I guess it's the injuries are important, and everyone thinks Jalen Hurts is fine. I still think with the injuries, I, I make this game a pick em. Okay. So I did, so and I, like I said, I have Kansas City Futures. Okay. But for for transparency purposes, I'm like, should, I shouldn't add to this. Like, why would I bet Kansas City now if I have them at, you know, like, uh, I did some exacta, like, Kansas City beats the Eagles yeah. before the week. And so I have Kansas City at, like, eight or seven or eight or something. Like, nice. I don't need more. Nice. But just out of principle, I took a little plus 120. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. All right. We agree. Um, the... Let's kind of go through this piece by piece then. We'll start with the injuries. I expect Gay Gay back. Yep. I expect Sneed back, but that is a little bit of a reach because we care about brain health a lot now. Um, I expect Sneed back. Uh, I expect Tony out. I am 50-50 on Juju. I'm 50-50 on Hardman, but I think of the two Hardman more likely to be back. Um, 
I expect Mahomes to be 100%. I expect his scrambling to be perfectly fine. He will use his legs in this game. Uh, and then on the Eagles side, injuries. Have I forget, am I missing anyone injury-wise for the uh, Chiefs? Six so. Deco, he got dinged up a little. Yeah, I think he's going to play through I it. I think he's fine. That's two yeah. weeks. Yeah. yeah. He's like the the dinosaur with the and then AJ crown there was bone on his head that they headbutt each other yeah. on Chris to point out to it did get to plus one twenty five at a certain point. I just sat up for like an hour and a half watching the screens last. Yeah, week. just that was weird. And yeah. I had some plus one twenty five in the in the queue. It didn't. Somebody got it well before I did. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think Pacheco goes. I think uh, on the Eagles side. I don't know that you're getting accurate passing out of Jalen Hurts. That is a huge question mark in my head. I do not rate him. And I'm not even saying that that's the reason why I would make KC minus two and a half. It's a factor. But uh, I do not think you can expect 100% passing efficiency from Hurts, given what we've seen from him in his playoffs. Really, what we've seen from him in his post-Bears sample. Like his game against his two games against the Giants and his game against the Niners, like just 200 yards of passing offense against the Giants 148 against the Giants 121 against the Niners like it's not part of the game plan right now and some of that may be because of what he's capable of I'm starting to think that wasn't an AC sprain but potentially like a clavicle fracture uh it looks it doesn't look it doesn't look good like his body language his face everything is telling you that something is not right when he's throwing the ball that one that one hit man the the one hit on the run where he yeah. took it in the back yeah he, he looked, looked bad he looked a little uh, – he was grimacing. Yeah. After that, um, for sure. Was there an Eagles offensive lineman who got hurt late in the game? I wasn't really watching, so – I wasn't watching closely. <laughs> to the line, but there was a guy who was down at one point, and it looked like it might have been bad. But I'm trying to think which one it was. I didn't there see was any a, report of it. There was a guard that trotted off for a bit. Like, but yeah, I that, that, was, that, was, uh, that was who I was thinking of. He was a guard. Left guard, maybe. Isaac Samalo, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't rate, uh, you know, left guard is Landon Dickerson's six, six name. Was it him? Was it Landon Dickerson? Yeah, and, and, I don't know. and also the fact, the fact is like Lane Johnson is playing very hurt and I don't want to take away from him. Land, Landon Dickerson. There you go. Lane Johnson has still has a groin injury. Like those oh, things. He's, and, he has an ad, yeah, the adductor. Yeah. He's basically and, a sports hernia. Those things, like having anything in your, your core or your groin, those things do not heal by playing football. Like he is just gutting it out till the end of the season. Like he is playing hurt for sure. And he is. I mean, yeah. He, I, I mean, look, I'm going to go down with the Chiefs in the Super Bowl one way or the other because I believe that Jalen Hurts is playing hurt. Uh, and I don't think that he can go score for score with Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs if they're having a good day. Um, and maybe I'm overlooking some things, and that's entirely possible. That happens. I've lost Super Bowls before. I think I bet Brady and company, and last time the Eagles won the Super yeah. Bowl, I was on Patriots. So that's you know I'm not uh, you know the end all be all uh, playoff you know end boss originator. Anyway, yeah, and so, um, Sam, I, I thought I'd read this too that it's not an AC sprain. It's turned into hockey injury reports where they can just say uh lower body lower body injury lower out body for tonight. Injury. like hey, the, the yeah. same thing goes with mahomes to be fair like a high ankle sprain for years and years and years a high ankle sprain was death for a month like your three weeks was a very rosy projection so the fact was that was never a high ankle sprain because he just even the way he moved 
Like you're not moving like that if you if you're spraying it up high like that. That's it's definitely you know played up a lot more. It was one of those injuries that looked a lot worse at the beginning because he was so hobbled. The fact that he, I think, if he never would have gone back out on the field and hobbled around for those three plays, yeah, it wouldn't have gotten so much. It wouldn't have gotten blown out of proportion if he I just agree. sat down, just let him. Hey, I just need some tape, and he looked like he did in the second half. Maybe he had to go to the injury tent and get a quick shot. I yeah. think that wouldn't have been blown out of proportion like it was, and the line might have been different in the in the title yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, here's a, so here's kind of the way I want to phrase this, frame this. Then I we, we've covered the injuries and what I what we think is going to happen. Um, the lead up to this matchup, I expected again we were going to see Casey as a favorite. I was kind of salivating like, man, if Casey looks really good against the Bengals, maybe we'll get Philly at like plus three, right? Like I was kind of in the back of my head um, and it went the other way because presumably the results of the championship games, which is if that's even influencing it, then fucking hell, we are the stupidest people. You know, this is the stupidest ex- exercise of all time. Um, but the, uh, you know, I was kind of resigned to, I'm going to have to make a case for the Eagles because I think I like their matchups better. And I just figured that this was going to be a score for score type of environment. And it was going to go, you know, into the fifties and it was team with the ball last wins. And maybe the Eagles D lined because they have so much depth and so many waves, they could ultimately make the game stopping play. And I was basically just reliving the past Eagles in my head that that was the way that the Chiefs Eagles was going to go. Um, and then after seeing the way Hertz played, no, no way. I want nothing to do with the Eagles any way, shape, or form. And I kind of can't believe that the market is giving us this opportunity. Now, the last Eagles Super Bowl, Andy, you remember, like, I didn't think that the Eagles were the Eagles were the sharp side along the people mm-hmm. we talked to. There He's was a lot of there, there were some there were some professional groups that took the six, but there was a lot of public volume of people who were just Eagles hardcores that bet like money line and stuff like that, that really kind of were making liabilities uncomfortable. And that's the first time I really heard people kind of dive into, well, the Super Bowl is a standalone event. It's not really like the normal markets because there's so much money that it can push things around. Um, and, you know, that's kind of in the back of my head here is you just have enough of a fan gambling, you know, Venn diagram of Eagles fans that, uh, you know, this is going to be a, a highly bet side, irrespective of what the fare is. And we're in this no man's land under three. Either way, who cares? Might as well just charge anyone who wants. To, yeah, you might as well just charge everyone who wants to bet Eagles minus 130, right? Like, if you're going to get a bigger proportion of Eagles bets anyway, and you think that, right? Is any of that check out to you? Or do you think that yeah. this is much no, more for sure. some smart people were like, nope, Eagles need to be favored because they're the better team? No, and they do have a bunch of advantages, but still, Andy Reid, I don't know if you've heard this, but the saying does not go Nick Sirianni off a bye. <laughs> and Andy Reid with two weeks to game plan, getting to watch, yeah. you know, watching the Niners film, watching the Giants film, seeing what they can do, uh, especially against the run. I do wonder about this total now that I look at it, like, I got to look at some red zone stuff defensively and see how they were able to, like, you know, the, the Chiefs in the red zone versus a good rushing attack, okay, which is maybe a smaller sample size that I shouldn't be looking at anyway. But these are like two of the top five red zone offenses in the league. 
Mm-hmm. Like if they're moving the ball between the twenties, fifty isn't going to hold them. No, so I, no. I did. I did kind of agree with the under getting hit with some of the injuries. But if the injuries go well offensively, it's a uh, yeah, it's something. It's uh, and again, if if Mahomes is like, uh, you know, like ninety percent of himself after two weeks to rest, uh, you take a lot of those. Like, yeah, it's great that the Eagles have a great offensive line, but. You know, still, we have a Hulk. Yeah, so good. If if he can if he can move a lot better and extend the play, and we have we'll have no idea. Maybe yeah. we'll get some shots from practice of him running around. But it's it's very tough. And again, I I still think it should be around to pick him, just for for the breadth of their entire work for the sure. entire season. If you if you want to presuppose Mahomes is healthier in two weeks than he was and yesterday. And Hurts might be too, yeah. Yeah, and, and as well as Hurts, I still, it's still a pick him to me, I think, yeah. at this point. Indoor. Because I don't, I don't feel like we're getting all the receivers. Controlled there. environment. Uh, like, you take the, you take the cold Tony weather out. out of it. Like, these yeah. two teams have played in some cold weather lately and some low-scoring environments. Now it's going to be controlled, fast surface. Um, both of these teams played in Arizona this year, Andy. I don't know if you remember, but the Chiefs season started and is ending in Glendale, Arizona. Um, the start, of course, was uh, they were, I believe, four-point favorites on the road against the Cardinals. That was my best bet of the week for the match. Oh, yeah, the, the, Cardinals, the Cardinals just had to blitz like 40 <laughs> times, and they just oh, got to look at the ball fly over their heads. <laughs> just a delight. Just oh. an absolutely delightful game. So, yeah, Pat Mahomes and company took the show to Arizona and were outstanding week one. Uh, the um, the uh, Eagles took the show on the road to the Cardinals week five, got a hard-fought 20-17 to 17 win uh, over the Cardinals before. Uh, and that was the game that preceded a matchup against the Cowboys. So I give the Eagles a little bit of a pass there for looking ahead. Um, but both teams have familiarity with the with the, with the you know, playing in this arena. So there's going to be, um, you know, something to lean on as far as offenses, sight lines, things like that. Um, generally, uh, this looks like an over and Chiefs and that you either go one and one or two and oh. This is either score and answer and the Chiefs get the, you know, Chiefs, Chiefs uh, have the ball last and win or lose. Or it's a game state where the Chiefs can really put some serious scoreboard pressure on the Eagles, and the Eagles can't answer because Hurts can't throw. That's kind of the way I see this. I don't think there realistically is a game state where the Eagles do what they did yesterday and win while holding the Chiefs to under Under 10 points. (laughs) It's under 20 points, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see it. Um, I I mean, you have so much more substantial offensive line working for you here with the Chiefs than they had against the Bucks. Um, just feels like a very different matchup. Um, I think the secondary for the Eagles can be passed on. Uh, I think the Chiefs players on defense can make plays. Uh, you got a lot of guys that can either uh, get to the quarterback or you know come away with pick all you know you know impressive interceptions. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I don't sure know. you get, and I'm sure you guys in the chat maybe saw this too. The Purdy news came through, torn UCL. That is, oh, if, Tommy I'm, John. if I'm not correct, yeah, it's the Tony John surgery. So <clears throat> I guess because I had a conspiracy theory that I couldn't say out loud. Holy shit. 
because it's fucked up and t- terrible. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, I was like, I was like looking at the game because I'm like, he's still kind of throwing and he doesn't look like he's hurt. I'm like, I'm I'm sure I'm wrong because I'm not a doctor, but if you like just make this run and you win all these games and then you get kind of hurt, I was thinking like I would just be like, I'm done. Like you can't you're not taking this run away from me. I'm not ending this on a flat note, but like, oh man, look at Josh Johnson did. That's not good. <laughs> I would have won this game. Like I would just I would just been like, oh, um, like uh, like Dangerfield on uh Caddyshack. Oh my arm! Oh my arm! I was but see. No, I, I mean, thought. That, that I, here's what I'm so thinking who's now. Your starter. Who's your st- it, baseball people in the chat? It's Brock, How long does the Tommy John it, take? To it's do? Brock Purdy. He's going to come back ready? with a his noodle arm is going to be now like rookie of the year. Oh, funky butt loving. <laughs> he's going to be. He's going to be uh, a much. You know. He's. You know. The, the, there's guys that get the UCL at, at UCL and uh, and they come back and they're throwing 99 heat. Uh, I feel like. Uh, I feel like this could be a positive upgrade for, for Purdy in the long run. Is that a cadaver um, one? I don't know, man. I don't know how that works. I would just like. Can you pick the cadaver? Make sure, uh, make sure the guy had a wicked right arm. You know. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, not every cadaver um, ligament is going to be as good. Of course, of course. I mean, they're NFL players; they probably get the best ligaments. They probably get the best ones. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Um, but whatever the case is, this feels rookie of the year ish to me, where Purdy comes back stronger than ever. Yeah, and um, <laughs> to be fair, do, do you, we're not saying he wins rookie of the year. We're no, saying no, like no, the no. movie, the movie of rookie year. of the year. Yes. Guys, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. What the, um, I, I have no idea what the Tommy John like. That's what I'm asking. Baseball, yeah. Some people. of the baseball, some of the baseball people. Yeah, it's a year. It could be 18 months for some of the. But you're a pitcher. It's a little different. Yeah, There's a lot a more forces. Different. Yeah. And to be fair, and Bert, Bert Blylevin taught me this: throwing overhand is unnatural to the human body. This joint. Look at how your arm hangs, and look how high it goes without putting extra pressure on it. Like. Throwing overhand is not a natural motion for the the way the arm's supposed to work. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's it just stresses everything. So, um, yeah, comeback player. The, of the year, last you see, I mean, you see, you know, Josh Allen had a UCL. He played through it. I guess it wasn't a complete tear. Um, I said complete tear. It made it made it quite clear. Complete. Drew <laughs> Brees had a use torn UCL. Yeah. Uh. Know, oh no, that was short. that was a thumb. That was a thumb UCL. That was not an elbow UCL. That's a whole different part of your body. That's a whole different part. Um, I don't know. We'll, I mean, we'll, we'll, wait, yeah. we'll wait for we'll wait for Doctor Chow to finish happy hour and chime in. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very early for happy hour in San Diego, Andy. Um, the uh <laughs> it's the liquid lunchtime here um the uh the general kind of thoughts i guess that we've covered for the super bowl i you know lean over leave chief, lean chiefs um like no i bet the chiefs already i got that's a good call to, big ben did yeah. have the tummy john ah yes he did we just it got call. lost in the shuffle because yes. big ben's injury list is like josh johnson's stops in the nfl list He's uh, Ben said he didn't have the Tommy John. He's like he was on record. I that thought he, he didn't had the, have it. So he had. Yeah. I think he had the the, he had the procedure. It. He had they the didn't procedure it, or whatever. It or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was. It's. It was uh, semantic. Yeah, semantic. Um, all right. Well, the uh, the general uh, uh, vibe I get 
is that the Eagles are in for uh, they're in for a tough time, I think. And uh, you know, maybe the overall talent on the team is enough to overcome what I think is a pretty significant disparity at the quarterback position, but um, we shall see. Any other fun stuff you're looking forward to? Let's talk about the game state quick. Let's say, I mean, let's just say Mahomes is at 70 or 80% of peak Mahomes. Mm -hmm. Let's say Hertz shoulders may be dinged up, but he doesn't look as shitty as he did in the second half. Okay. Game state wise. And I know we're not big prop guys. I play props sometimes when it's just glaring, but I mean, and we don't even know what some of the numbers are like, but what do you think? You know, game state. Who does who does the game state the the most likely game states? Who do they benefit as far as you know, just uh, numbers? Like, are we looking at some uh, maybe some Eagles backup running back overs if those are low because they have seemed to cycle through they cycle, even, yeah. even, even well when season. they're not yeah even when they're not like in a game state where they're beating the shit out of somebody like last week they have been in the second half giving more touches to everybody. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna have to look at for. Again, if you're in the chat, drop them. If you want to drop them on the YouTube comments, if you want to hit them on Twitter, if you have some good props, let me know. We'll get to we'll get to some props heavy next week when more of them are released. Uh, the biggest thing, I guess, is everybody thinks the anthem is low. Uh, last Ooh. time, everybody everybody was super sure about an anthem. Was gosh, what was her name? Gladys Knight. Was yeah. it Gladys Knight that did Detroit? in Detroit? Yeah, and they were off by like a billion. Like the the, <laughs> the the general thesis, I believe, was she's too old. I remember and that. Yeah. She crushed it the other way, but like it was, it went. Uh, I she bet. held the note for twenty seconds long, and then she had to. Yeah, on, it, was, uh, it was something. So. Rocket thread. Glow I'm, or I'm not getting nuts on any of the props yet. Um, I know the over two and a half players to throw a pass. This may be fun with some with some. Uh, Travis Kelsey throwing a throwing a dime. Yeah, I mean, and there's there's some uh, you know unique plays that have come out of these two franchises over the last few years. Uh, Gatorade color. People have been posting the picture of the orange Gatorade. Orange from Gatorade a couple the Chiefs, years ago. Yeah. Orange Gatorade took some steam. That's down. Yeah, Not sure the Eagles. One. I think the Eagles have been yellow or red. I can't remember. Uh, we'll have to go look at what uh, Dougie P got dunked with because there's still a lot of veterans on that Eagles team. I don't think they would change the, you know, this is probably still strength and conditioning coaches and the people that are doing, you know, the, the staffers that are doing the Gatorade. Probably I just I just remember I had an account I was betting into that obviously it was being used by other people for some sharp prop stuff. And that I don't know who in their right mind was running that skin or setting those limits but there was a pending bet for like two weeks on purple at like 15 to 1 and i think they had i think they were able to get like 1500 dollars down on purple like it just it was it was an obscene number for gatorade like it would have been a, it would have been a big win on the purple i remember i didn't even have any purple i was cheering for it for that one to hit I just looked at the Eagles. I saw. I see yellow. Uh, Doug Peterson got a yellow bath uh, against the Patriots. I just saw. I saw. I just just watched on YouTube just six yep. seconds ago. Um, all right. Well, we'll uh, we'll get to the bottom. Props, of this. props will be next week. For sure. um, the one thing that I do think is worth kind of looking at into a little bit of detail for thinking about Game State, Andy. We have a not so distant game between these two teams that was really really good. I thought. Uh, October 3rd, 2021, Chiefs took on the Eagles week five-ish, week four, week five. Um, 
Chiefs went into that game seven point favorites in the link. The total was 54 and a half. Final score was Chiefs 42, Eagles 30, but that did not really communicate how competitive a lot of this game was. It was at one point 28-23 in the fourth quarter. Eagles were uh, were very feisty in this one. Uh, in the end, they had a total of 358 yards. Oh, sorry, 461 yards of total offense to Kansas City's 471 yards. Jalen Hurts had an incredible game. 387 through the air, two touchdowns. He got sacked three times. He picked up 47 yards on the ground. Uh, his heavy targets in this game, interestingly enough, there was a lot of Kenneth Gainwell in that game. Uh, he got targeted eight times, caught six passes for 58. He also ran three for 31 in a touchdown. Um, Devontae Smith was heavily targeted. A ton of tight end targets, but that's just kind of characteristic Eagles. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, Pat Mahomes was one of his better games as a pro. Five touchdowns. It was He was unstoppable. He hit Tyreek Hill three times. He had a Jody Fortson touchdown pass, and then Clyde Edwards-Hilaire also caught one. So Travis Kelsey had a pretty quiet game despite the unbelievable amount of offense that we saw uh, in that one. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs did whatever they wanted against Philly's defense. Philly's defense was... Vanilla, and it was beaten like a drum. Uh, and I think that is helping some of my confidence in Kansas City getting it done this week. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to talk myself into this over yet. I'm going to need some good news on a couple players. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I did I did immediately thought this, uh, you know, this total opened a bit high, and it did take some money to the under. Probably a live bet. Man, you don't know how many times I almost live bet the over last night. Because I had a terrible number. I got a 47. I'm going to start doing that. Every time I get a really shitty number, it comes through. Yeah. Uh, the Bills the bills one from a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. And this one, I had 47. It closed like 49 at some places. And, uh, <laughs> overtime, overtime, clearly. Patrick asks, is that when Eagles had no secondary? They had the entire exact secondary they have now outside of uh, they didn't have CJGJ and they didn't have uh, Bradbury, who they added this year. But Slay was on the field. Nelson was on the field. Maddox was on the field. Rodney McLeod and Anthony Harris were the safeties. Um, so basically the same defense scheme personnel-wise outside of Bradbury and uh, yeah, CJGJ. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we yeah, got some I think, and some we, work we, to do. We got some halftime show work to do. We got some Gatorade recon to do, and then uh, uh, and then hopefully we uh, we rake on this mispriced Super Bowl, which seems impossible. Yeah, Whew. lot to take in. It feels like a million years from now, too. And somebody did real quick. I start a couple. Uh, somebody brought up the Pro Bowl. Um, I'm going to give what's it a that? chance. What's that? Well, no, because they're doing like they're doing like the quarterback challenge shit again, but a little different. They're gonna have them like golf and stuff. I'll probably what? pay attention. Yeah, really? they're they're not playing because it makes no sense. Like football's too violent to play a game. Remember when Sean Taylor wrecked that guy in the Pro Bowl? Mm. Like, that's not what we need because enough players get hurt during competitive mm. games. Like they're gonna go make them pay like bar Olympics essentially. Yeah. Like, go play, go play, you know golf and a bunch of other shit i don't know and then oh um, what price is cleavage good to uh minus 800 million yeah Those i think there's gonna be some cleavage she she does not dress conservatively that's 
a nice way to put it. I mean, that'll be bet online usually hangs a few of those. Um, for sure, they're gonna have to just juice the shit out of that. Yeah, I, I don't think you'll get a cheap price on cleavage. I know there's some oh. hair color stuff up. There's uh, which song she'll sing first. It's up. Sometimes we haven't always been able to get that info, but a few years back, I believe it was Maroon Five. We got the the set list. Got the inside into that was yeah. fun. Again, you can't bet much on it, but it's still. I don't care if they only let you bet fifty bucks. It's still such a rush to have have the info and know it's happening. Oh, it's Except the best. It does. <laughs> Yeah, that's quite sucky. That, that's um, that stings. Uh, okay, so that's cool. I didn't know that they were gonna do like skills with like golf and stuff. That's fun. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to look up what, what the Pro Bowl is. Uh, have there you was, seen the commercial yeah. with the Mannings? No. Um, <laughs> Dude, I'm so out of it on commercials. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't listen to the broadcast objectively. It, I'm. Yeah. It, I ruin it for everyone else. So we usually just have music on, and then I'm watching it with, you know, like just in my own interpretation because I can't listen to the broadcast. I didn't. I don't get the Whopper jokes. I don't get the Manning jokes. I don't get any Romo, of the jokes. Romo was. Romo can no longer do important games. He has to do like a middle of the week game that's not going to be any fun. Because when the game got like he 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 was out of control. It was like a six year old on like speed, just, just screaming and getting way too excited. But uh, yeah, the, the skill competition. It'll be all the players who qualified for the Pro Bowl, and then I think there's a draft. They're going to do seven on seven flag football. And a bunch of other you know, mm. skill competition stuff, which old I mean, Patriots the running back Robert Edwards had a career-ending injury playing flag football at the Pro Bowl. Yeah, it was in the sand, though. You don't play on the shouldn't play on the beach. <laughs> no, no, three hundred pound pros. No, so it'll be in Vegas too. It's uh, it's at mm. the it's at Allegiant. How about huh. that? That's something that is happening, guys. <laughs> And then the uh, the other one I had starred was, do you think with the Purdy thing, like Jimmy G is just suddenly going to get, or maybe it's just Lance. Like Lance. Jimmy G probably still gets traded. I don't think he gets traded. He's not under contract next year, is he? Didn't he have free UDFA? Mm-hmm. Not UDFA, yeah, but UFA. Tag him. That'd make no sense. Yeah, Romo did say Jim. Like, G- no, it's Jim Nance. Jim? J-E-E-M is uh, how we pronounce Jim? it. Jim. Yeah. yeah. yeah Jimmy um, is a free agent. Well, good for him. He gets to go somewhere else. Yeah, that is good for him. Uh, he's going to make a bunch of money, I'm sure. Uh, and uh, they don't have high hopes for him after seeing what Purdy was able to do in the system with those weapons. Um, oh, oh, NBA tonight. I don't know. Oh, let me see what's on the accounts. It's still bettable. Um, yikes, yikes, yikes. Only thing that is bettable is, is Golden State against OKC. It's still bettable at four and a half. Everything else that I bet today is unplayable. Well, I don't know, Jim. All right, I'm calling her a day. I got one. All right, man. One meeting yet to do here, and then I get some. Hey, how about Sabalenka? Yes. <laughs> I'm so worried. I had a bad feeling. Like I went, I went in with that to that. I didn't oh watch God. it live. I had a bad feeling. It was, it was, it was an amazing match, but man, was it tough. It was a lot better match to just watch. <laughs> Oh my goodness, it was tough. Um, oh, I have, oh, Phoenix is bettable too. Sorry, Phoenix against Toronto minus one and a half. Phoenix is bettable. 
Phoenix so. and Golden State. That's it for me. We'll catch you guys later on. Later days, guys. Yeah, I passed on our magic, Spencer. Um, tough, tough back-to-back for them. They got to play uh, Philly and Philly on Monday and Wednesday. Philly's got got them. Yeah, uh, one. Tyrus Maxi six man of the year is on the floor against the Magic bench. It's going to be a problem. I really beat the Nuggets.